Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It's February 16th, 2021, and due to some inclement weather everywhere, <laughs> I'm going solo today. So, uh, sorry guys, you have to listen to me listen uh, talk the whole time, but uh, hopefully we can get through this. So, thanks to those who are joining us in the chat live, uh, appreciate it, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, John's already asking questions in the chat. So, is Die the registered trademark, or is it the whole logo? I think it's uh, modernize or die. Uh, is the whole thing. So, not just die. John would get in trouble, I guess, if we trademark just the word die. Anyway, so let's get started by uh, thanking our sponsors, Auto Solutions. Without them, we wouldn't be able to make this podcast. Um, one way, again, to give back to Auto Solutions is to support CFCast.com, which is one of our great tools for watching videos and uh, some of the streaming services we put out there. So if you guys go along to cfcast.com, you can register for a free account. You get lots of great content, and there's also paid content for subscribers as well. And as John said, yes, when fr Texas freezes over. Yeah, the rolling power outages in Kansas and everything else, too, are you know, hitting hard. So half the country's uh, covered in white stuff right now. But we'll survive. Um we also want to thank our Patreon supporters. So we have 33 Patreons right now that are providing 65% of our funding for Modernizer Dive podcasts. And the reason that number went up is because a lot of you saw the great perks of being a Patreon supporter. And so some of those people that were paying for CFCast and a Patreon supporter has combined their accounts. And that's really cool to see. And we appreciate you for doing that. And I'm glad that those little perks make it better to, to add into Patreon. So um, we'll tell you a little bit more about those new perks for Patreon supporters at the end. But if you go to patreon.com slash order solutions, you can read more about it. All the different packages we have there too. So hopefully there's a price range that, you know, makes it worthwhile for you to spend your hard-earned cash to make this podcast and other things order solution does uh, possible. So thank you. Okay, so let's get into the news. So one thing that popped up this week was the, a new blog aggregator to replace CF bloggers. So those of you who don't know, um, Will just recently uh, passed away, Will Genovese, and he was uh, someone who took over the CF bloggers aggregator from Ray Camden. Um, Ray passed him the keys and then he got sick and passed away. And sadly, uh, we don't have access to to anything there to be able to get control of it. So some of the people at CF Web Tools are trying to revive that site and the aggregator, um, but at the moment uh, we don't have access to it. There's been a few things that have you know we've tried to do to fix it, but Gregory Alexander has decided to build one his own, and so he's just released that now too. So let me share your screen for those watching. So he's calling it CFBlogs.org a new cold fusion blog aggregator. So he's got quite a lot of information on here about the history and why he wanted to get into it and you know what happened and you know talking a little bit more about um, you know the CF web tools guys and what they're trying to do there and how he's setting it up with the CSS feeds etc. Uh, also how to add it to your site. And they also have a new Twitter account for it so check that out. And then he's also talked about the future to see some of those things there. And also, uh, 
you know, he wants to thank Ray because Ray actually helped him get it updated. Um, and went from there and Charlie's also, you know, thanked there as well. And Adam Ewins as well. So, uh, good to see everyone working together on this here. You can see some of the comments in here as well. Um, but yeah, just good to see that, you know, we're trying to keep the, the blog aggregator alive and that actually helps me find a lot of content for this, this podcast. So blog aggregators, uh, bring it into the, the right, uh, you know, hashtags inside Twitter and it allows me to find them and filter them so we can get that there. So thanks Greg for stepping up and doing something for the community and everyone else who helped him. And uh, if you have a blog that talks about cold fusion stuff, make sure you get added to that blog aggregator too. So other people can find your stuff. Okay. So next up we have a Audis webinar coming up this month. So John Clawson is going to be talking about stash bots, which is logging and error handling uh, with elastic search powered behind it. Um, so it's a pretty cool tool. We're using it on a few big projects right now, and it's really given us a lot of big wins. And so we're sharing that as a Forgebox module. It's available on Forgebox already, but if you want to see what it's doing and how to use it, uh, definitely sign up for that webinar. So we have information up on the order site. So if you follow along here, um, you can see uh, got the little cool logo, and that is a pretty cool logo, you have to admit. Uh, and then the registration link is right here, so you can register as well. And you can see we have previous uh, webinars available. All the recordings are on CFCast, so you can go check those out there too. But sign up, and again, that information, uh, it's going to be available um, February 26th, 11 a.m. Central Time. So go register for that whenever you can. Okay, and tonight, February the 16th at 7 p.m., I think that's Central Time. I don't actually have that on here. Um, but John Farrar is going to be doing Docker uh, for the mid-Michigan CFUG. And so we have links to their website, and we have links to the team. I'm going to put those up there in chat for those who are watching. So those links are there. So yeah, um, sign up for that one. Uh, it's free to watch obviously and john's doing some pretty cool stuff with uh with docker and um yeah it's always good to see you know community members stepping up and showing how they're doing things and what they're doing um so definitely recommend getting in there and watching that tonight uh mid michigan cfug is one of the cfugs that's pretty regular so um oh john said no sign up required just show up to the team's link so thanks john but yeah, the Mid-Michigan CFUG is pretty active. They have them on a regular basis. So uh, show up, support John, and support the group, and, you know, keep good content coming out. Okay. We also have an Adobe webinar coming up. Uh, the sequel, I Know Enough to Break Everything. Uh, I confirmed it is Dave Ferguson going to be presenting that. So that'll be February 24th at, at 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, the link is available. I'll share that in the chat right now. Um, but we also have um, the registration link. I'll show my screen for those watching at home. And so you can go to cfwebinar.sql.meetus.wevents.com. You can find out a little bit more about it, and you can register there. It's good to see Adobe doing some events. And if you go to the coldfusion.adobe.com portal, you can see all the blog posts and see upcoming events. They have last year's uh, 
see if summit listed there not this year's just in case you see it and get excited um, but hopefully i'll be updating that soon to give us some more information about when this year's is coming around uh, I got some news on Luis's new book, the 102 Cold Box HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks, that the landing page is finally done. They're doing some final reviews, so we should have it up here pretty soon, so you can find out a little bit more about that book and get maybe get your hands on it too. So uh, the book is action-packed with nice, easy cookbook-style tips and tricks, so it be definitely a good read for everybody. Uh, I looked through it and, you know, the whole team at Autis has contributed to that. So there's lots of cool things and, um, you know, lots of different levels can get a lot of benefit out of that. So that book will be available here pretty soon. Landing page is almost done. And just another reminder about the Autis community. Uh, for those of you who have gone to the Google groups or whatnot, we've imported all that data into the new community. You can see here, it's got a pretty little spaceman there. Uh, we've got lots of different pieces. We've got community events, Lucy extensions, announcements, different box modules, and you can see all the latest content here. It's good to see a lot of different members. I see John's face popping up there talking about the CFUG meeting and some other community members too. So uh, if you have an account from one of the previous Google groups, your email address should already be uh, log, uh, imported so you can log in, do a password reset, and get things going there. But the community's got a lot of great stuff. Trying to put all the older stuff in one place. Uh, the Slack is still available, but this is sort of more of a long-lived um, setup. And actually, we'll talk about one of the things a little bit later, where Brad took something from Slack and posted it here. So, you know, it's Google searchable, and they can live longer than Slack history. So uh, definitely a big thing, and we're really happy it's working so so well. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about CFCAS. So CFCAS, as we mentioned, we have uh, free and paid content, and we try and release uh, new stuff every Wednesday. So last week, we released three more videos from the Command Box Zero to Hero workshop. So we have the session on running commands. We have shell features, REPL, and CFML commands. And we also have special commands. And so if you go to cfcast.com, uh, you can see the new information that's coming out and tomorrow there should be new content dropping as well which we should be expecting some more of the command box zero to hero workshop videos so you see here we've got the the new content just published just seven days ago and you can see most of the other content here and you can see which ones are free which ones are paid pretty quickly and if you look at series you can see all the different series that we have released here so a lot of good content there definitely go check it out and like i said if you are a paid patreon uh, subscriber with uh i think it's a 50 dollar or a bronze package or higher you get your cfcast uh, subscription included as well as a forge boss pro account so if you want to support us uh, you can just sign up for cfcast as a subscriber or if you're a higher dollar uh, patreon supporter you get that as included too okay so next up Let's talk about conferences and training. So DevNexus is coming up on the 17th, which is tomorrow. So DevNexus.com. Uh, it's a great Java-related conference. It's got a lot of great speakers, a lot of good content. Uh, if we look at the schedule here on the website, um, you see it's one day, but a lot of different sessions. They've got six different tracks on that session. 
So it looks like they have five or six different tracks. They got Java platform, Java frameworks, cloud technology, agile architecture, security and practices, and web and security. So a lot of these sessions are obviously Java related, but some of the things are, you know, different. We got serverless environments and, and everything else. And um, so check that out for Kubernetes and Docker and some of the agile stuff is probably uh, pretty friendly as well. So um, a lot of good content in here. And again, it's a free conference tomorrow, the 17th of February. That's all online. You can go to devnexus.com to get information on that. Okay. Coming up soon, we have another conference, RedisConf 2021. So that's a virtual conference. It's going to be the 20th to the 21st. The call for speakers just ended this weekend, the February 14th. So if you missed your opportunity, sorry, um, but that, that we should have more information about who was selected as a speaker coming out soon and more information about sessions as well. But that's a virtual conference, April 20th, 21st. Uh, and again, I think that one is free as well. So. We also have a, a little bit of information about DockerCon. So DockerCon has released their pre-release signup page. So if you want to pre-register for DockerLiveCon 2021, you can do that. It's going to be on May 27th, 2021. Uh, and it's going to be live, free online experience with lots of demos and products and innovation. Um, and so if you want to register, you can sign up now. And I'm sure they'll send you more information as they get it about different pieces of the of the, the you know the conference materials etc so DockerCon, um always a great conference i was going through my uh, conference shirts the other day and saw a couple of cool shirts from there unfortunately with this i'm not sure if they're doing online swag like some of them do um but uh when they come back to real life it's definitely a, a big event i think there was like five or ten thousand people the last one i went so pretty crazy but lots of fun so DockerCon is coming up May, May 27th. So um, again, you can sign up for that one and get more information as they release it. Okay, we have some workshops coming up. So Audis is planning on doing several workshops this year, but the first one is coming up here in March. So March 11th, 12th, we're going to be having the Quick Workshop led by the creative Quick himself, Eric Peterson. So you can see a little bit more information on the autosolutions.com slash events page. And so you can see date with Eric and right here, you got the link to go to Eventbrite. Uh, the good thing with Eventbrite is it's actually has more information about the, the event as well. So you can find out a little more here. Uh, you can sort of see what they'll cover, uh, what the prerequisites are. And some of these will, will do sort of in team, um, this box latching channel, uh, you also need command box and the command box modules. Um, MySQL 5.7 is what they're using, just so it's a consistent starting point. Um, and then he's got some recommendations for the IDE, including if you uh, are using VS Code, some of the extensions too. So uh, a lot of information here. So we're, registration has started for that. And again, that is going to be on March 11th and 12th. It's a two-day workshop and Eric himself, the creator of Quick, will be, be teaching that one. So I know that uh, a lot of the oldest people that are using Quick a little bit are going to be attending that as well, just trying to get up to speed and make sure there's nothing we're missing because uh, obviously Eric, uh, Eric built Quick and he's always adding lots to it. It's a well-maintained product and it's going to be a great workshop. So 
excited to see that. We also have a few more workshops coming up. Command Box Zero to Hero, Cold Box Zero to Hero, and then Cold Box Hero to Superhero. So those workshops are going to be planned in upcoming months. Uh, if you would like to attend one of these, uh, let us know which one you'd like to attend and maybe what dates work best for you and maybe we can help schedule out, uh, out that. We haven't got any final dates right now. We had our first planning meeting for uh, Into the Box 2021. And so we're planning on that to have it in September. We have some dates picked out. We're just finalizing them. So next week I should have the absolute final dates for that. We're getting our call for speakers for, uh, survey ready right now. So we'll be releasing that soon. So keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks for the call for speakers. And you'll have a couple of weeks to submit some topics there. Uh, we are planning on doing uh, three or four sessions during the day in uh, American time zones, but we're going to do a couple earlier, um, so that way late time, European time, uh, we can hopefully get a few uh, community members from the European time zone to help with that. So those like me on the uh, on the West Coast would have to get up pretty early for the first session, but if you're on the East Coast, it should work for you, and you can actually see a lot of sessions. So we're planning on doing... Um, say, say six sessions spread out with a couple hours uh, basically between sessions so we have an hour on hour off something like that so we have more time for networking and chit chat between them and if you got to sneak a few emails in and out between sessions you can do that too and so we're planning on doing that um, you know over the course of a week so there's there's no double ups there's no sessions uh, you know that you have to worry about FOMO fear of missing out uh, spread it out nice and easy and then I think that's going to be Monday through Thursday, and we even talked about maybe doing a happy box on Friday where we just sort of hang out and chit-chat and something like that. So uh, we're, we've are we started the planning process. We've got things rolling there. So keep an eye out for a call for speakers soon, and once we do that, we'll be able to tell you more about who's speaking, about what. And so if you've ever thought about speaking before, an online conference is a great way to start. Um, so we can give you some help and guidance too. So, you know, put something in, throw your name in the box, and... We'll go, go for that. Um, Into the Box Latam is still planned for December this year. So we're planning it for December 2021. Uh, and again, we'll probably have uh, some Spanish and English content for that one. And that'll be online as well. Okay. Now I see in the chat, Gary asked about um, the Content Box webinar that got canceled. Um, yeah, the, that one there uh, was being run by John Clawson. He was working on the Mirror um, importer. Um, and so I know that he he got signed with holidays and um, some big deadlines on a couple of his projects. And so we had to reschedule that. Uh, he's doing the Stashbox one this, uh, this month, the webinar. I'll have to check with him and see if he's got a time to, to get back to us about that Content Box webinar. I know we wanted to, to get that out there for everybody doing the Mirror imports. Uh, I know they're doing a lot of work on Content Box right now, so uh, I'll, I'll definitely check in, Gary, and we'll get some more information on that because I know it's a very hot topic right now. So we definitely want to get that information out to you guys, and we want to get that module finished and published to ForgeBox so everybody can use it. So uh, thanks for, for asking about that. Okay, so if you do want to find some more conferences, confs.tech is a, a pretty cool little website. If you check this out here, there's a lot of great content, a lot of different things here. So uh, you can see DevNexus is here, but there's also a lot of other things. Developer Week, Cloud World, Node Congress, .NET Days, 
So pretty much everything you can think of, JavaScript world, a lot of great stuff here. A lot of them are online. Some are in person, um, but obviously COVID is restricting a lot of that. But So if there's a language you're wanting to learn a little bit more about or dip your toes into, maybe you can find a conference and check some of that out. Okay, so next up, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. And to start, uh, I would normally start in date order. I usually have the most recent first and go backwards, but um, Ben Adele kind of had a blog series, so I decided to put them all together to make it easier for you. So basically, Ben has been working on using these ColdFusion custom tags to create an HTML email DSL in Lucy. And so he's been doing this, um, you know, basically he started a couple weeks back with a proof of concept that he worked on and they're being using that inside this Envision um, transactional emails. Or actually, no, it's proof of concept to replace what they're doing currently. And it's pretty cool. Uh, I like the fact that in the new the newer blog post, he has a little repo and he's building it up. And uh, basically he's released seven more blog posts this week on it. So I'm not going to show you all of them uh, because they're they're just building on top of each other. But we're definitely going to walk through them. But he's got um, he's got one saying using Cold Fusion custom text create an email DSL. He's got part two, part three, part four, part five, part six, part seven, and part eight. And so a lot of actually I don't see number six. I must have missed that one. Uh, but we'll share a couple of screens here for some of it, and then obviously we'll link to his blog and you can get all the information there um so it's pretty cool like i said it does have the github project as well and so you can see here he's been adding more and more to it so he's got a lot of examples in here uh he's got the example code here but he's been doing stuff with dark mode and media queries and a lot of different things it's really really pretty neat to see all the different pieces he has and so if you work through it um let's go to his the main part of the site you'll see so part eight seven oh there's six left to add that to the show notes here but a lot of good content uh working its way back so um definitely you need to check that series out if you're doing emails at all um he's done a lot of good work in there and I'm glad he's sharing his code make everyone's life easier and he actually mentions a couple of tools in there as well if you're working with um generating emails um there's some great tools. I think Litmus is the one he was using to, you know, preview all your all your code in different uh, email providers. So, very very cool. So awesome work, um, Ben. Uh, yeah, life saving for anyone who has to deal with emails. <laughs> so, next up, we also have. Um, a blog post from Brad. And so this is actually someone that um, he was helping elsewhere and he decided to put it into the community right here. That way you can keep track of it. But this one was basically uh, a problem where somebody was having issues where it was taking like two seconds to run even a simple event in Coldbox. And Brad thought, well, that's that shouldn't be right, you know. So he looked, pulled out Fusion Reactor and without Fusion Reactor, we can get to the bottom of most things. And so basically what he figured out was it was custom tag paths that were basically being put in there. So the profile shows that the custom tag paths are being scanned basically almost every single time. Um, and you can see in the, in the output, you can see stuff over and over and over again. Um, that's the benefit of Fusion Reactor. Instead of guessing what's actually happening, you can actually see exactly what's happening here. Um, 
So the server in question had a lab lib folder, and that was basically um, being done. It had over 4,000 files in there. So every call to expand path was kicking off. The recursive scan of the entire folder was slowed the app down. So, yeah. As he said, the main takeaway here is performance overhead can come from very unexpected places. And Fusion Reactor was integral in being able to locate the source of the issue. And that's pretty funny because isn't their company name Integral? <laughs> so uh, maybe Brad's being a smarty there and throwing a play on words. But uh, again, that's a, a really cool little blog post. Again, saving it from Slack. Uh, but if you want to check that one out, it's in the show notes. Okay. Um, we also have the blog post from Gregory Alexander on the cfblogs.org. Remember the new blog aggregator. So we talked about that one earlier. Uh, we also had a live stream. Um, so Matthew Clemente is continuing, continuing his work on his Prism.js. So as you can see here, um, he's got another little video. It's about an hour long. And the funny thing is in his tweet, he said, Working on side projects for one uh, one hour a week means they take a really long time to get finished. <laughs> so uh, he's working on this one here where he's writing tests for Prism GS. Um, and so, you know, trial and error part two. Uh, and so he's got the, the repo itself here, so you can check that out up on GitHub. And the video is kind of neat, showing a different testing system for, for this. So um, it's kind of cool to actually see that being worked out as well. But I know a lot of people are excited about Prism.js, so you can have some really nice syntax highlighting uh, in JavaScript um, for ColdFusion. So I know Eric Peterson is pretty happy to, to see this one coming through. Okay, so it looks like we got a new blog series started up on the coldfusion.adobe.com portal. Um, David Bias has been starting uh, to release some articles on ColdFusion 101. So, uh, he's got a couple out already. The first one is tags and scripts and functions. So I'll share a screen for that. And so this is assuming you have little to no knowledge about building web-based apps. You know, you're using a modern version of ColdFusion, so 2021 or 2018. Um, and obviously, if you're not using those, maybe a little different. But so he basically walks through tags and scripts and sort of explains the differences and where they came from and why and, and some of the examples. I thought it was kind of neat, you know, maybe some good documentation for someone starting out. Um, shows the different syntaxes, talks about trailing slashes too. Um, so like setting a variable, you don't have to have a closing slash on a, a CF set, for example. And then talks about CF script. So it's kind of a nice little layout. It's an explanation here. Uh, talks about semicolons and how they're optional most of the time. Um, and obviously that'll bite people sometimes. But um, also talking about functions, built-in functions versus your own functions. And you know, reaching out to learn CF in a week. For anyone who hasn't been to learn CF in a week, I know they did a lot of work a, a year or two ago and rewrote a lot of it and updated it. And try CF and CF Fiddle are great sites for you to execute your code without having to run you know, a version of ColdFusion yourself. So if you want to play around with it, you can do that. And then obviously, Command Box from Auto Solutions is a free way to spin up and execute code locally as well. So uh, try CF is a pretty cool tool, just for anyone who hasn't seen it before. Got the little scratch pad right here. And the cool thing is you can pick quite a few different engine types. So you can pick Lucy 5, 4.5, Raylo, and then you've got 
Adobe 2021, 2018, 2016, 11, and 10. So you want to see how your code runs on one or different browser, uh, sorry, engines. It's pretty easy to switch between them. So it's pretty neat if you haven't tried that. So that was one of the blog posts from David. He also had another one in there, different ways to create and add data to structures. And so this one was pretty neat too. Um, again, a lot of it's pretty straightforward, you would think, if you're using ColdFusion all the time. But sometimes, uh, you know, you assume you assume to know everything about the language you use day in, day out, but sometimes you'll find a trick or not. And so, you know, he talks about what is a structure, how to create a structure, you know, so struct new uh, using bracket notation, etc. cetera, uh, how to put keys in something. And then, so there's lots of different ways to set value. So he talks about struct insert, member functions, dot notation, bracket notation, uh, and then JSON bracket notation as well. So lots of different ways to do it. And again, you probably use the same one over and over again, but just want to point out this one, the bracket notation here. This is usually uh, a solution for everyone using evaluate in the old days. And he actually mentions it here. Um, using this because you can actually use cold fusion variables in the string as part of the, the name here. So again, uh, you know, pretty, pretty basic notes, but if you've got a new developer or someone, you know, who just wants a refresher, I think this cold fusion one one series would be pretty interesting. So, uh, thanks David for, for working on that. We also have a new blog post from the working code podcast. So if we look at Ben again, <laughs> oh look. There's one with Carol. She's actually one of the members in the the podcast. So they're going to be talking about testing. So that's always an interesting one. Uh, so saying how most people sit in the middle of these extremes of testing. Uh, so they walk through and talk about their testing, etc. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see the full spectrum. Um, yeah. It's Ben says he swings towards the manual side of testing and Adam and Carol very much towards the automated and Tim, he says, usually in the middle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, again, another good another good podcast. And if you're wanting some more Cold Fusion related, although not specifically always Cold Fusion related, uh, that's a good podcast there. Okay. And then we have uh, Charlie Earhart actually released a couple of things on the Cold Fusion portal as well this last week. And so uh, that was some, again, some good content. And we'll pop that open in a new window here for you too. So the first one was how to solve some meta, out of memory meta space errors. And so Basically, this was originally written back in 2020, uh, 2020, and then it's updated in 2021, um, because basically CF 2021 does no, no longer support max metaspace argument by default. And so basically, don't tweak the, metas the max metaspace, just remove it. That's basically the short of it. But if you want to find out more about it, he walks through, as usual, very Charlie detailed uh, blog posts here. So... Um, definitely walk through this. Um, he's got a little bit more information on his own blog site. If you want to jump into that as well. And he also had another blog post, um, talking about JVM as well. And again, this is a, a nice blog post. If you need to mess with your JVM here, 
And this one was actually talking about when you're recalling things using HTTPS via you know via call fusion, a lot of times people will um, try and add new certificates and import new certificates. But a lot of times it's just your JVM is very out of date. All the new JVMs that come out have the new core certificates and actually updating those, uh, you know, importing them manually is a lot harder than just updating your JVM. And so this blog post talks about that. So check and see uh, what version your JVM is, see what version you should be running on that. And Adobe has some, some important uh, details on what they support and don't support. Um, but definitely get through that. Um, and again, Charlie's got great information here um, and figure out what it should be. But he also gives you a lot of details on why it should update it. And yeah, basically a lot of the, the JVM engines, I mean, I know I had to update JVM just recently from, it was Java 8, but I had to update from like update 151 to 262 or something just because of it. Um, so yeah okay so before we go um adam cameron apparently released a highly or lightly opinionated blog on the testing working code podcast uh adam apparently encouraged them to to do a uh, sort of make a response so let me see if i can find that real quick here Let's see if we can share that real quick here. So, it's got a lot of blogs in here, but maybe David, if you can find the link and share it, we'll be happy to, to post it in here. Oh, I think I found it. So, share this. So, some thoughts on the Working Code podcast testing episode. And so it's an interesting take on a techno podcast in their own words from their strap line. Okay. So what he said for most of what they said was poor. So basically uh, after he had a little discussion, he decided to write back. So Adam's got a little uh, rebuttal here, some comments for some of the different people. Um, and he made comments about, all the different peoples and what they said at different parts. So if you really want a, a sort of in-depth Adam take on it, um, yeah, you can probably check through it. Um, but yeah, uh, Adam was very, very, very adamant in the way he tests. Uh, he found a lot of problems with cold fusion over the years and reported a lot to Adobe. And there's probably half the bugs in the bug tracker from Adam. Uh, very good tester, very analytical mind when it comes to that. So, uh, I would read this and probably, uh, listen to the podcast first and then read through this because, uh, I would, you know, Adam's a, an interesting character. Uh, he's a Kiwi too, so don't hold it against him too much. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth reading. I mean, so I, he's a well-experienced developer, definitely does TDD and testing. And, uh, as David said in the chat, even Sean Caulfield chimed in the comments as well. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to read through this one completely as well because it's pretty interesting. So, very cool. So, thanks for sharing that, David. That's why I like having a check. You guys keep me on my toes here. So, let me just share that one and put that link in here as well. Uh, 
Adam's response. That way, show notes are good. I'll put it in here for anyone who wants to read it as well. Okay, well, that wraps up our blogs, tweets, and comments of the week. No, sorry, videos of the week. Next up, we have find a job. And this week, we have about six new jobs. I think some of them were posted on the same day that we did the last podcast. Um, but if you look here, so we may have already talked about a couple of these here from Sydney and Melbourne. Um, we have a couple of probably duplicates here. But we also have a senior developer remote in the United States and a web called Fusion Developer and Amadad, Amabadad, and I can never pronounce the name, Go. Jujgarat, I don't know, but in India. Um, so a couple of, you know, more full-time positions. We have a lot of full-time positions listed here. Uh, so if you want to find out more information, you can go to getcfmiljobs.com and click on it here and find out a little bit more about the company that you want to, that they might be working for. Look at some of the experience here. So they're looking for Python or Cold Fusion with Git and SQL, uh, Agile methodologies, bachelor degree, some pretty good benefits, etc. So getcfmiljobs.com got quite a few good listings there from the start of the new year and again six new jobs this week so pretty cool okay so let's talk about our forgebox module of the week so uh, i know for a long time um giancarlo has been doing websocket um sessions for adobe cold fusion but there's always been kind of a missing piece in lucy they don't have a server piece a lot of people just use socket io uh, javascript you know side of things and it works pretty good but this week we're going to be talking about a new project which is still an alpha i admit but it's socket io dash lucy so it's a socket io protocol for lucy and so it's a server implementation for the lucy server it's a JavaScript library for real-time applications. And so basically they put it up as a Forgebox entry. They say it is currently in an alpha state, which means it's suitable for experimenting with, but unlikely that it's ready for production use. So they've implemented the core features, but there's still lots to do. And so, um, yeah, basically it's, uh, you know, talking about different versions and everything else, but I thought it was kind of neat just to spotlight it. I know we've been talking about lots of different ways to get it working. Brad has been using uh, Stomp over, over REST with uh, RabbitMQ with some web sockets and really likes it. And that's sort of something that's always kind of been missing from Lucy. So uh, I just thought I'd share it and you guys can have a look at it. See Giancarlo's in the chat right now. So he's going to go play with that and see. And yeah, I think if everyone can get in there and play a little bit, give them some feedback and then maybe they can make some improvements and, and work on it because web sockets for Lucy's definitely been missing. I know a command box, we have the run wire underneath it, and there's some socket, uh, web socket support in there that we're trying to tap into. So we've been looking at that. It's one of the tickets in command box that we're hoping to get out sometime as well. But obviously, if you're running Lucy without command box, then those web sockets wouldn't, uh, wouldn't work either. So uh, this might be a nice solution. And so there's some code in here for the Lucy code. There's some code on the front end to be able to communicate with it. So... I thought it was pretty neat just to, to try out. So uh, if you guys are wanting to play with WebSockets a little bit, give it a go. And uh, yeah, Giancarlo, if you, uh, definitely remember um, if you get a chance to play with it, uh, give them some feedback since you seem to be the WebSocket guru of the ColdFusion community. Okay. 
Next up, we have our VS Code hints, tip, and trick of the week. And this one's a pretty cool one. So Eric Peterson found this one and sent it to me so we could include it, even though he couldn't be here today. But this one is called Footsteps. And it's called Footsteps because it tracks your footsteps around your code. So as you're changing stuff and typing, basically as you move around your code, it keeps track of where you were. And so when you first leave a line, it's very bright. And over time, it slowly fades. So you can see where you were and where you're going to. Uh, and it's kind of neat. And so it just slowly fades as you change from line to line. And that way you have an idea of what else you've been changing. So I thought it was a pretty cool little idea. And I'm definitely going to get this one installed here after the podcast. And you can also jump between the lines using Control-Alt-Left and Control-Alt-Right. So you can jump back and forward in the lines you've been working on. So if you're, you know, helps you easily identify what you're actually changing. Uh, so pretty neat. And there seems to be quite a lot of expen- uh, ex- extension settings, so like footsteps, highlight color, and color max opacity, and you know, do highlight changes, etc. So you can uh, mess with that a little bit here. And there are some commands as well, so you can skip back, skip forwards, skip back, same file, skip forward, same file, and you can actually skip to other files. So if you're working in three or four files, it'll actually track that as well, so you can jump between them. So it's pretty neat. Um, I really love all these little ideas that people have. Like, this is something I would have never thought of, but now we found it. I'm like, this is pretty awesome. So uh, I like seeing those weird things that just pop up on Twitter, and you're like, I got to get that too. So uh, again, that's Footsteps, and it's available on the Marketplace, and I'll share that in the chat. I didn't share the the Lucy socket one either. Sorry guys, usually we have two people on here and it's easy to get those uh, links into the chat for everybody. I'm a little slow on that myself. Okay. So next up, we get to our Patreon supporters. So thank you again to all our Patreon supporters. Again, we're up to 65%. So we're basically more than two thirds funded by our Patreon supporters for this podcast. And obviously, our Patreon support not only covers this podcast, but we work to things like Commandbox, Forgebox, Coldbox, Contentbox, Testbox, all the other free and open source products we have are supported by Patreon as well. And uh, we really appreciate your community support. So we really want to thank you. And as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, if you're a Patreon supporter now, uh, there are some benefits for you. So all Patreon supporters now get their own private forum access on the community website. And you also get a special badge, a profile badge on the Autos community website. But if you're a bronze bronze package or up, you now get a Forgebox Pro and a CFCast subscription as a perk for your Patreon subscription. So I know that a few people were paying for both and now they're combined it. And that's why we jumped up a little bit this week for our Patreon support. And that's because they're basically taking their, uh, their CF subscription and putting it into Patreon. So we've got bigger Patreon supporters and it's really nice to see that. And, uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. And, so with that being said let me thank our patreon supporters so thank you don bellamy eric hoffman gary knight giancarlo gomez mario rodriguez john wilson from synaptrix joseph lamory ben nadal brett deline carl van staten charlie earhart dan card daniel garcia david ballinger 
Dadil Snicky, Edgardo Gabreras, Jan Janik, Jason Diker, Jeff McLean, Jeremy Adams, Joseph Erickson, Jordan Clark, Kai Koenig, Lex Matitahadi, Leon Samarellis, Matthew Darby, Matthew Comente, Mingo Hagen, Patrick Flynn, Ross Phillips, Scott Steinberg, Yogesh Messer, and Stephen Klotz. And I know that David Ballinger just bumped up his one this week, switching from CFCast back over. So I want to say thanks, David. And I'm sure that there was a couple more that did it. Um, and so thank you to anyone else switching. And we really appreciate each and every one of you for spending your hard-earned money to support our open source and our podcast. So we want to, you know, give you all the best we can and just all these things help for sure. So we really appreciate it. So again, uh, Hopefully all of you guys in the back east are doing well and, you know, looking after yourselves. I know a lot of the t- people in Texas and Kansas and, and everything uh, are under snow and having power issues right now. So sorry you had to listen to me the whole time today. But uh, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. And we'll see you all next week. And hopefully some of the guys will be able to join us as well. So have a great one, everybody. Thanks a lot. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.